If you're looking for Pokemon style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone, it's Pokemon Cave here. Time for another episode of WTF Moments of Pokemon. Uh, today we're going to start with episode 11, uh, Charmander uh, the Stray Pokemon. Uh, this is where Ash, Misty, and Brock um, stumble upon Charmander uh, in the forest. That uh, classic scene of, uh, or classic episode of Charmander um, potentially almost losing his flame. Uh, due to being stuck out in the rain and whatnot. Uh, in fact, I actually even made a Pokemon card or used artwork uh, for a Pokemon card of Charmander stuck out in the rain, um, kind of looking up as if like he did uh, earlier in the episode. Um, so there's there's quite a bit of weird things going on uh, in this episode. Originally, I was going to do a few episodes um, for this uh, episode um, and podcast, uh, but with the amount of things that I found just in episode 11 alone, I figured I'd just make one episode for episode 11, um, just to keep it kind of on a shorter end. I, I like to try and keep, keep these around the half hour mark, give or take. Uh, so first of all, or first off, uh, they, they spent 10 days apparently uh, in the forest, uh, essentially lost. Um, how, <laughs> like, it, how big, well, for one, how big is this freaking forest, um, that you can be stuck in it and, and lost for 10 days? Um, was there no other people coming through? Um, Ash makes the, the comment of, 
nothing but sparrow um, in this forest. Uh, so, 10 days in this forest, what did they eat and what did they drink? You know, uh, if there's a river, uh, I guess you have fresh water. Um, you know, running water is better for you, I guess. Um, I, I don't... No, they don't even have a Pokemon um, at that point that can light a fire, right? Um, so you would have to make a fire by hand. Uh, so who knows? <laughs> um, Ash knows his Route 24 leads right to the city on, on the map. Uh, so why were they lost for 10 days if they had a map? Why weren't they necessarily following that map um <laughs> they they stumble upon charmander um they look up on this rock looks like a giant rock and they think it's some giant pokemon and ash immediately tries to send pikachu to defend themselves only to realize it's just a, a small little charmander sitting on a rock <laughs> um you know Seriously, like, did you not have found out that it was just Charmander just from looking up? Like, can you not tell what is a rock and what is a Charmander or Pokemon in general, unless it's Geodude or Onyx and you know stuff like that, right? Um, <laughs> Ash immediately tries to capture uh, Charmander by throwing the ball at him. Has he not learned by now that you can't just freaking throw balls, man? You gotta try and battle the Pokemon. Like, you can't just be like, hey, look, there's a Pokemon. I'm just gonna throw a ball at it and hope to God it works. Um, you know, which I it pisses me off. In the games, if you throw a Pokeball, if it doesn't capture that Pokemon, you lose that Pokeball. End of discussion. You've lost it. Heaven forbid if you freaking, you know, threw something more important, like a Master Ball for a Pokemon that, that you really didn't want to throw the Master Ball for. You lost that Pokeball. Um, but yet in the anime, they throw a Pokeball, bounces off the Pokemon, they catch it, and then they turn around and throw it right back at it. Like, what is this? Freaking play catch? Like, I mean, yeah, okay, I get it. You, what are they going to do? Magically make the Pokeball disappear in the anime? I mean, they could, um, but they won't. Um, but then explain that in the games. What happens to the Pokeball in the game? Does it just magically disappear, or do you lose it in the grass or something, and you just figure out, oh, I don't know where it is, so screw it. I'll just throw into the Pokeball, right? So, like, wh why? Why do you lose a Pokeball in the games, but Ash can sit there chucking the same freaking Pokeball at a Pokemon and make it assume that it's playing catch, essentially, with just one freaking Pokeball? <laughs> Come on. Like, oh. Then he asked Brock, should I battle it to weaken it? Dude, episode 11 now, come on. 
you you've been at this at least what a few months at least a few months do you not understand the concept of battle the pokemon first weaken it and then throw the bloody ball at it come on like holy crap man i know you're you know 10 or whatever but jesus murphy give your head a shake if you're this incompetent, why did why why did you go out to become a Pokemon master at ten? If you don't know the basic concept of battling to catch a Pokemon, God, come on, man! Like, geez, um, the, oh, okay, so I, I'm assuming. Most of my listeners, hopefully, most of my listeners, have had a bonfire in their in their at some point in their life. Um, okay, so when you have a bonfire, typically, you know, your typical fire is pretty freaking warm, or you know, it can be warm. Um, I've been to a, a few bonfires out in farms. You know, I live in a small town, um, twenty thousand people. Uh, on the outskirts of town, there are farms. I've been to a couple of my friends' farms um, who have had bonfires, I kid you not, that end up the size of my house as far as height goes. Okay, I live in a two-story house. Okay, I, I own a two-story house. These freaking fires get big. And when they're big, they're hot. Like, really, really hot. Like, to the point where you don't want to go anywhere near it because you're just... It feels like you're going to melt the skin right off of your body, okay? But yet, the Pokemon Center has this ginormous flame in the center of the Pokemon Center to keep it to keep the place warm, right? You know, I seem that that flame is essentially used to heat up the entire Pokemon Center, which... Yeah, okay. Cut down on heating costs, I guess, right? Don't need to use a furnace. Uh, so, you know, cut down gas and heating, right? And just have a bonfire. Um, and hope to God, vent the, the CO2. If, if not, you're going to be killing more people than you're helping. Um, but the problem is, what I noticed, there's a group of trainers um, chit-chatting and whatnot who are literally... God three feet away, maybe three feet away from this flame. How are you not burning? Like, this flame is freaking huge. How are you not burning yourself just from being in that proximity? But yeah, they're just la, 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 having an a awesome time, right? So, like, holy crap, you should know better by now. Like, you can't be close to a flame that big. Uh, the, uh, the kids are checking out, uh, Damien's Pokemon collection. Okay, uh, Damien is the POS who left Charmander outside, uh, who is now outside in the rain. Okay, so, um, they're checking out the collection of Pokeballs. He's got a lot of Pokeballs. Um, you know, probably somewhere in the ballpark of, like, 20 Pokeballs. There is no mentioning of what Pokemon he has in it, but yet the kids are saying, oh, that's a great collection, blah, blah, blah. 
Okay, well, they're just a bunch of Pokeballs. You don't know what's in them. It could be 20 Magikarp. Now, mind you, Damien at POS, he mentions numerous times that he does not like weak Pokemon. So, assume that they're half decent. They're not going to be anywhere near, like, competitively super strong. Um, he looks like a new trainer-ish. Um, you know, considering he had a Charmander. Um, Charmander wasn't really leveled up uh, as far as how it was behaving. So, I, I can't imagine that he's been on a journey for very long. Heck, he could have been actually one of the trainers that went out uh, at the same time as Ash. We don't really know, right? Um, <laughs> Brock knows his nurse Joy and says that uh, it's the prettiest he's ever seen. Now, I know later on in the series he mentions that each nurse Joy has a distinct feature that's different from one another. Same thing with uh, Officer Jenny. But up until now, they all look the same. And Missy actually, again, another WTF moment, Missy actually mentions that to Brock, or kind of cuts herself off and says, uh, seriously? She's the prettiest joy that you've seen. They all look the same, man. Come on. <laughs> you know? Um... Brock, Misty, and Ash um, decide to go out and try and save Charmander. Perfect. You know, that's what you should do. Misty, the sniving biatch that she is, as they're running to go save Charmander, she mentions, this is a really bad storm. We shouldn't be out here. Well, yeah, no, no kidding. You shouldn't be out here. Then she goes, oh. What happens if we catch ammonia? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Good point, good point. You could catch ammonia. You, you could actually catch ammonia and die from ammonia. That is possible. Um, however, you're young, so, you know, chances are you could potentially bounce back from it. But what's worse? You potentially catching ammonia or that poor, poor Charmander actually dying. Because that's probably what would have happened. He had no protection. His flame was puny. He he would have died. Um, it it looked pretty dark, you know. Uh, I distinctly remember this episode as a kid, thinking they're not going to kill a Charmander, are they? It's a freaking Charmander. I mean, come on. I know there's you know the. The ghost tower and all that stuff with uh, the ghosts of Pokemon and gravestones of Pokemon. You see that in the video games. But they don't really touch bases on a whole lot. And you, you don't, they don't mention much of Pokemon being able to die very much um, in these animes. Uh, for a right... For a right thing, you know, you don't want to traumatize a poor freaking kid trying to watch Pikachu, right? Come on. Um, they, they get Charmander back to uh, the Pokemon Center. Now, 
I don't know if it's my eyes that were playing a trick on me. I mean, I wear glasses, so it could be. Um, but I swear, I, I look back on it. I, I swear to God, when Nurse Joy runs to the door to grab Trimander or to figure out what's going on when they run back into the Pokemon Center, I swear to God, her dress is ridiculously short. Like, just below the butt cheek short. I swear to God, I go back and look at it. And if I'm wrong, send me a message on Instagram or something. You know, whatever. Tell me I'm wrong because it really does look short. You have to go back and look at this. Episode 11, season one. You you got to check this out, okay? But yet, later on, um, I think... As she's healing Charmander, her dress is a lot longer, like roughly knee height ish. Um, because you see a full frontal view of her, um, and you see where her her hips are. Just from that point downwards, it looks like her dress is a lot longer. So, what were they trying to do? Were they trying to play on, like, you know, feminism kind of horny little kids at that point? <laughs> like, because, again, I, I swear, that dress looked really freaking short. I'm like, you know, any more movement or just a little bit of a breeze, you would have been able to see what kind of underwear she was wearing. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> All right, um, and then oh god, freaking Team Rocket! Oh my god! So Ash, Missing Brock, run into freaking Team Rocket, building another hole because you know that works so freaking well, right? Um, <laughs> they have a balloon bazooka. <sighs> Okay, all right, balloon bazooka. That thing has a big bang that fires out of it, and then a very, very slow anticlimactic balloon just going. <laughs> all right, sure, <laughs> and it just kind of casually floats towards Pikachu. <laughs> like, I, I almost wish Pikachu knew like moves like Iron Tail. Stuff like that back then. I mean, well, it would have just made it even worse. Because then Pikachu would have just used Iron Tail and bounced the balloon thing back up. Team Rocket. Um, and then they would have gone caught in the balloon. Which, again, how? How does Pikachu get stuck inside of a balloon? It basically looks like a glorified red balloon that you would blow up and have around on a string. How does that suck in anything? How does that suck in anything just by forming around it? Like, this isn't a grimer. This isn't a mock. It's a red balloon. Come on. Really? A freaking red balloon. The only way you're getting inside of a red balloon is if you go through the hole that is there when you blow up said balloon. But guess what? You open up a balloon, you're going to lose the air. Not much of a balloon now, is it? So again, 
how the hell did Pikachu get inside of a freaking balloon? Right, seriously. <laughs> Team Rocket meets Charmander. Okay. Char Charmander, just like many other Pokemon, talk by saying its flippin' name. Char, Charmander, right? Jesse and James stand there for a second go, what the heck is this thing? Oh, I don't know. How about you shut your mouth and actually listen to it for a second? It literally just told you its name. Charmander. Come on. Like these, oh, why are people so stupid in Pokemon? I don't understand that. How? How can, how can society in Pokemon function with such stupidity? Well, I can't say that. Look at our society. Our society somehow functions with pure stupidity walking around every day. So who knows? Um, <laughs> Damien comes back. Again, that little POS bugger. Uh, and again, he's got his giant stack of Pokeballs. Um, have you ever tried to pick up a ton of balls at the same time? Like, like small balls? It's really freaking hard, isn't it? So, how can this little POS pick up 20-some-odd balls, by the looks of it, over top of his head and keep them there? They're all stuck together. So, are Pokeballs sticky? Because I, that, that's the only way I'm thinking that those Pokeballs stay there. Especially the ones on the bottom of this circular mess of Pokeballs. How the hell did they not fall and hit them in the head or do something or do whatever? How did they all stick together? Pokeballs have to be freaking sticky. Has to be. It's the only way to logical of this making sense. Pokeballs must be sticky then. If they're all going to stick together like that. Or maybe his Pokeballs are sticky. Why? Why are his Pokeballs sticky? If they are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's episode 11. <laughs> A hot, hot mess. Um, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, hopefully, um, I'm, I'm going to be doing episode 12 soon. Um, I might, I might do it Sunday if I'm off work. Um, I haven't decided yet if they're giving me the, the day off or the night off or whatever. So I might get it done Sunday. Uh, if not be Monday, most likely while my kids are doing their online learning, I'll be down in my Pokemon room, um, doing my work. Uh, so this is going to be the first episode, or the first podcast, I should say, um, that is both being distributed on Anchor FM, uh, and everywhere else where my podcast is, as well as I'm recording. Uh, and if you're looking at this on YouTube, you can see me recording, or you can see me, I guess. Uh, I'm going to start doing episodes both through anchor fm 
they're my podcast uh, setup group. And I'm going to be doing them on YouTube. Kind of a double way of uh, creating content for my listeners and my viewers. Um, you know, every so often I'm going to, instead of doing an episode, I'm going to do Q&As. Um, random stuff, you know, throw a random thing every so often into the podcast. Just kind of mix it up a little bit. Um, but other than that, it's going to be pretty straightforward. Um, YouTube will be uh, now podcasts as well as box breaks, uh, pack breaks, stuff like that. Uh, might change it up at some point. Throw in some other random stuff, Pokemon related. Who knows? Um, but yeah, please, please follow me on uh, Instagram. Uh, it's uh, Pokemon Cave Collinwood. Uh, I think. I should I should know that by now, right? You would think. Yeah, uh, YouTube is Pokey Man Cave. Uh, P O K E capital P, um, and then Man Cave capital M capital C. Uh, podcast. Obviously, you're listening to it. Um, or if you're on YouTube and you haven't seen my podcast, it's WTF Moments in Pokemon. Um, and then I have Instagram, which is uh, pokey underscore man cave underscore Collingwood, all all lowercase, I believe. Okay. Um, I also have um, business cards that go well, sort of business cards that go with uh, all my purchases. Whenever someone makes a purchase. They get a, a card, uh, as well as sometimes I'll throw in a little random gift here and there, just as a, a thank you. Um, but yeah, that's everything. Thank you so much, guys, for listening and and now viewing. Um, I'll talk to you and see you again at some point. Thanks. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.